This is Unsquashed. I'm your host, Trisha Lewis. Engage your detective mindset and let's get ready to solve the mystery of the squashed self. So my guest this week is Fifi Mason. She is the introverts impact coach and loves working with quiet introverts on their personal brand and visibility impact. She's also the founder of the Quietly Influential Summit and VP of Introvert You Entrepreneur. Oh my goodness, her tips are very real. As always, we'll hear her own unsquashing story. We'll get some very practical tips and bust a myth or two. Enjoy. Right. I don't want to mess around with this conversation, Fifi, because it's one of these topics that I could spend the rest of this week talking about, let alone the expansion of this tiny little podcast. So lovely, lovely to have you, Fifi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. That's a pleasure. It's very polite, isn't it, when we say that? I say (laughs) that too. Um, So I'm going, we are going to be delving into a topic which I know gets People might think, ah, introvert stuff. Yeah, that gets talked about a lot. I've read loads of stuff on that. I've seen loads of videos on that, blah, blah, blah. But have they really, have they really got the insights they need? Because it's not just a word, is it? That's that's the first thing I think we should establish. Yeah. It's 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 not a word. No, it's um it's a, a label that we that we use to to explain who we are and it's important to really use it in the right way I think and that's what um very often people have their own uh idea of what it means to be introvert and that's sometimes just because they have um they have the the stereotype in mind, which can be a problem mm. uh, because if you think introvert and you, all you think of are the stereotypes of an introvert, then you're going to think, oh, it's someone who's really quiet, who's doesn't like to be around people. Um, and then you have all these misconceptions that come yeah. along with it. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna blow some of those. Um, yeah. Sort of, well, I'd say blow them out of the water. Mm-hmm. We're gonna open the curtain on them a bit, which will shed some light on just the human stuff, basically the human stuff, and in particular, helping to get people beyond that point where they don't feel they can be standing up and being, you know, heard because. Yes. If we're talking to people who are trying to grow a business out there, it's kind of important that people know you exist. So we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Before we start, can you share any kind of story, personal or within your business growth journey that illustrates just how easy it is to what I call self squash and therefore not show up fully? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm. Well, I um. I started out as a uh, web and brand designer uh, freelancing in 2018. And I, throughout that year, even though I I was putting myself out there in some ways, I was very much hiding who I was on social media. Um, I knew the benefits of it. I knew 
that I should be putting myself out there, showing up, showing more about myself. But I just really struggled to do it. And that kind of set the tone for the year. And I I was getting a lot of referrals, but that was it. I wasn't getting anything through the marketing I was doing because it was very impersonal. No one knew me. No one knew who I wanted to work with the most. And I wasn't really doing any of that kind of brand uh, work. The stuff that helps you figure out how you're going to do all those things. Um, I didn't share. I Well, I shared one photograph of myself in that whole year and and two months. Yeah, it was like it was like 14 months altogether. One photograph. I was happy with one photograph and that was all I ever shared. And I was like, this needs, I need to change something here because I'm not attracting the right kinds of clients. I, it, it was January, the January, 2019. And there was one day that I just didn't even want to get out of bed because I was dreading the conversation I had to have with the client that day because the previous conversation we had had left me in tears and <clears throat> I was like what am I even doing this for why am I even doing this now if I'm just not enjoying it I don't want to get out of bed because I'm uh, gonna have to face a client that I just don't get on with um who's asking way too much of me and uh not just not the right fit and I just felt like I needed to make a change so I found a business coach and I also started learning about personal branding, um, reading everything I could about it, how I was going to put myself out there. And I started going on what I call a self-discovery journey, um, which involved me develop- developing my personal brand um as alongside it so it was more uh figuring out who I am what I'm all about my values my purpose then understanding who I want to help the most in the world and learning more about them and who they are and what they need and then how to communicate that and I fell in love with the process and all, everything that I was reading and learning about personal branding just made so much sense to me that I thought this is what I want to help people do I want to help people go through this process of self-discovery of learning who they are and then how they want to show up in the world and that's when I realized that it was because I'm an introvert that a lot of the challenges I faced came up because I, I was hiding um I I used to be really painfully shy when I was younger I kind of grew out of that but learning how to be social on social media was always hard um I found it very draining and, and really hard to be myself in front of people and all these things and it really just showed me that me helping introverts um like myself and and maybe shy entrepreneurs as well those that are really struggling to show up figuring it helping them figure out their personal brand how how they want to put themselves out there that just became my mission and my passion and my purpose really 
Uh, I love that. What a great, yeah, what a great story that will be resonating like mm-hmm. crazy out there, including with me. And 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 actually, there's I've made a note of a number of things that I want to just dig slightly further into, but it's quite interesting. You saw about 14 months and one photo. So just to put the other the other side of that picture, well, it's the same picture, but it's demonstrated differently, if you like. I was I put loads of stuff out there, like, like tons of videos and photos all over the shop. Um, but that's because my background is as a performer, you know, I'm used to the idea of putting my face out all over the place and standing on a stage and, you know, having my face out there all over the place. However, that doesn't equal great. So what's your problem? It's still a problem, just a different version of it. So I wasn't, I wasn't connecting all these lots of, if I look back in the archives, you know, you look way back sort of five years and think, whoa, that's a whole different style of video that I was putting out there. That's a very different font and look and everything else because I was, yeah. I was chucking a lot of stuff. So as opposed to you being really minimal, I was doing the opposite end of the spectrum, but the same core barrier existed, which is where am I in this? You know, yeah. is this, you know, they, oh, that's very funny, Tricia. Well, yeah, I can be funny because I'm an actor, you know, but I didn't, I wasn't connecting to what yeah. the heck I was doing it all for. And the point you make about who you attract. So, val- I mean, I was lucky. I, I lucked in to getting a few really lovely clients, but I absolutely know that feeling of you're stuck with working with somebody and you think, ah, and your whole, like you said, your energy drained, you don't want to get out of bed, you know it's in your diary for that day. And and you just, you cannot, you cannot evolve like that. So I I, I really, really get that. But I just, I was just putting the other side because it's it's quite, quite, because that's the point is we're all individuals within this place where we have to figure our way through and you're evolving thing has to be a part of it and I suppose do you think some people think well okay I've started growing this business and I know I know I'm going to have to evolve I know I'm going to have to work things out okay so that's good they've 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 seen that that's what's going to happen do you think there's a bit of then perfectionism that creeps in that says I cannot put me or anything out there very much until I've absolutely figured out exactly my mission, my brand, my logo, my this, my that, my my entire social media content strategy, et cetera. Yes, I totally agree. And I mean, coming from a design background, I fell into that trap as well. I always thought I've got to have it perfect. And I think coming out of design was a part of that because I was too much of a perfectionist to enjoy um, being a designer um, to an extent. And I, it has taken me a long time, a few good few years now to get to a point where I'm like, I'm just happy with that as long as I've got consistent colors and all of those things. And what really comes what it really comes down to is the quality of what you're saying and how you're saying it and what it means rather than how it looks. Um, but yeah, perfectionism does become uh, a big problem um, in the journey, and and it's it it's um 
it's one of those things that you just have to learn to let go um, and kind of just say that's good enough and the more you do it the easier it gets that's what I find anyway are there any um any sort of helpful ways of making that step but I mean it is like with everything we have to do stuff we have to do it and we have to take that step and we have to put it out there but would would you remember any particular moments where you thought oh that's a useful thing that's made me feel more able to do this um did would it involve other people for instance do you, did you find maybe test running things with supportive friends well when it came to putting things out there it, it was more just connecting with what i really wanted to say that helped the most because if I felt like it wasn't me and I was just kind of putting out content that didn't feel like it was me, I um, I would immediately start questioning myself. And maybe it, it comes to that more uh, imposter syndrome side of things or the self-doubt side of things um, rather than perfectionism. And it, it, it was kind of like, um, um, have I got the right to talk about this? But if you start talking about yourself and your own ideas and your own perspective, it, at first it feels strange and difficult because like we, we start thinking, how oh, should I have these thoughts and these ideas? But once you move past that, then you feel like once you've accepted that you're beliefs and your ideas and your opinions are valid and that they they align with your values once you've got to that point it gets so much easier to put yourself out there because you start to um start to do it in a in a way that just just works because it ever other people see it they they react to it they engage with it it's real it's what you think what what you believe and when you start to the more you do that you start to really connect with your own message more and once you've once you've done that it it just kind of takes off and it feels so much easier I, it's very hard to describe it as a uh, a moment it's kind of you have to build up to it you start putting yourself out there more and more and more and over time you feel more confident and comfortable and what you're saying is your own thoughts and beliefs and you stop feeling like you shouldn't you feel stop feeling like you have to put on a front is kind of what I mean Oh, I totally understand what you I mean. You put that really well because, yeah, putting on a front, yeah. There's a, um, I think it's, if I've got this right, Joe Dispenza, his book in which he talks about the identity gap. Um, and it's it, and it's the same as that you would describe. It's a feeling of being misaligned, basically. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you, when you hit that spot where you don't feel that identity gap and that misaligned thing, it's, as you say, it's really difficult to put into words that feeling, yeah. but you yeah. feel it. It's a, it's mm -hmm. a very definite shift of energy. And 
And I am so with you on content, content, as in what it is you are mm -hmm. saying. So, so say, for instance, if somebody came to me saying, oh, God, I really hate public speaking or whatever, I can't get... I wouldn't be taking them through how to stand particularly. We, that might crop up in the course of it, you know, how to project, how to use a mic, whatever it is. But the absolute core beginning would be brainstorming what, what it is they want to say, what are their ways of saying it, what is their perspective? Because people often think they've got to be quoting from all sorts of... I mean, I just did. I just did quote from somebody's book, but they just popped it in. And that's what I always say to people, you can, we, you know, you've got a ton of knowledge. You've embodied all this stuff from the, your massive amount of reading, experience, education, life. And, it, you know, you don't have to sort of quit, put all that out there to say, look, I exist. I'm worthy of being out here. You can just weave little bits, dot them in here and there in the natural course of a conversation because mm -hmm. they're all kind of within you. But what you mustn't do is get bogged down in in thinking like other people or thinking you need to sound like other people or yeah. because it is, isn't it, that confidence. You, you said um, accept that your beliefs, ideas, and opinions are worthy of being out there. And I would also, which is almost exactly the wording that I use in my TED talk, actually, but I also added, I added questions um, because that's the other thing we sometimes feel we can't ask. We, we haven't got, we'll sound stupid. It, it, it will mm -hmm. sound as if we don't know our stuff. But again, once you begin to embrace this lovely place you you start asking all sorts of questions and people yeah. love it because they oh this has opened up a whole new conversation and totally. yeah I find that I find that um <clears throat> part of um putting yourself out there is also it's a journey it is you don't you don't have to be the expert right away you don't ever really have to be the expert you can just be the one that kind of um, it facilitates the conversation and engages and creates ideas and inspires. You don't have to be any of those things. Um, but but how I see it is is you 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 show your journey. You kind of you document the things that you're learning and the things that you're doing and you show how you're growing along alongside your business so that you can you you're not just showing what you do you're also showing where you're going with it and that that also is 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 a hard thing to do because you, you we feel like we have to be perfect it comes back to the perfectionist like we can't show what we don't that what, that we don't know something um but that's part of life and if you were to document it and then uh I I, I just, just remembered I was speaking to someone the other day who who said he wants to um create a YouTube channel um but he he finds it hard because he he doesn't know enough about the topic and I said well that's perfect because you can just create a YouTube channel of you learning and he says 
well, I'm not sure about that. And then we kind of got into a conversation of what was working for him and what has worked for him in the past. And he was telling me about a blog that he created. He was just blogging about his journey. And and, and he said, it just really took off. It did really well. And it was completely different to what he does as a business. But he was just like, I was just kind of wanting to put my journey out there of what I was going through and this health thing that I was going through. And, and I said, well, what worked for that? And and he said, well, I just was just documenting what I did, what things I was going through, sharing things. And as it, well, can't you do the same thing for what you do in your business? And he said, I suppose <laughs> it kind of was like, I didn't really think of that way of approaching it. But his, he, he had that hold up of, I need to, I can't show them that I don't know this if they're going to come to me and want it want to me to do it for them but at the same time he hadn't learned it anyway he still didn't know some of those things so I said well can't you just show them as you learn and then over time you become the expert because you're the one that's teaching everyone else yeah. <laughs> um oh and he just yeah. kind of came to that realization and it was really helpful for him I think and actually you bring up a really good I think a really good tip which is that we often discount well number one we often discount things that we do and are successful um in whatever way and I use the word successful as in they kind of did something useful or you know whatever um and we we sort of just just totally discounted like that story it's like until somebody says but what about that thing you did that was really good yeah I suppose yeah and the other one is looking at other looking at what works for you when I mean I'm looking so I'm a I've suddenly got into indoor rock climbing or indoor climbing whatever you no rocks indoors um my husband's been doing it since he was a teenager so he's really struggling a bit to deconstruct some of the things he wants to teach me um because they're so natural to him but it's a really useful exercise for him and I'm watching certain YouTube videos where the the ones I want to watch are not the fancy flashy climbers why would I want to watch them yeah. I'm watching the newbies who are saying oh I'm trying to do this and I'm I've done this exercise to try and limber up and I've just missed that but I'm going to go and do it again and I've just realized if I move my foot this way that's perfect and I don't for one minute think why am I bothering to look at you because you don't really know what you're doing it's absolutely what people want and yeah. it's it's human but it is a it is a difficult step isn't it it's that mm -hmm. kind of fear thing so on that what would you would you say um intro I mean there's a to me there's quite a big difference between saying I'm an introvert and saying I'm shy would you what, what are your thoughts on obviously we could talk about this for about three hours but <laughs> briefly what briefly, are your well, yeah um yes so so it's very much a, a misconception or um so it's, it's one of those things that people as soon as they hear the word introvert they think of someone who's shy reclusive doesn't like people antisocial um and it's it's totally not that so being an introvert the definition that that it's become now I mean these things evolve over time but what predominantly people uh, agree on is that it's about your energy so for introverts we um, if we're around people if we are in 
overstimulating environments, so very busy, noisy environments, uh, we we tend to feel a lot more drained by that and and need more time to recharge and energize afterwards. Uh, but for an extrovert who's or for someone who is more extroverted because it's kind of a scale, um, they are are more energized by being around people and they feed off that um in some way so it gives them energy rather than them losing energy and the other side of things is the way we process our thoughts so when we for an introvert we need a bit more time to think things through analyze uh, assess um think of what they're going to say before they speak and then an extrovert is more likely to speak out loud and voice their thoughts as they think them uh which is not as not as common for more introverted people yes which is why i'm an ambivert because i i can't i do do that bit but i also the energy thing i i completely get but i only learned that in later life actually Mm -hmm. and and i labeled myself or was labeled this is labels folks um as shy uh, especially growing up when i did where nobody talked about things like introvert and nobody talked about any of those things at all so you were just shy um and it was it was the kind of realization that that in a way i don't i i don't think it was shyness as in sort of a kind of clinical social anxiety kind of shyness. I think what was really going on was that I wasn't really encouraged to be the more kind of quirky me um, because we talk about the 50s and 60s and very traditional upbringing and all the rest of it. Um, and so I was suppressing kind of stuff, which then almost just sets up a kind of fight within you, which then gives the impression that you're shy because you're sort of stuck in a corner in a party, you know, and people can't say, oh, cheer up, it might never happen because you're sort of inside, you're just thinking, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I want to get out there and dance like crazy. Um, No, I'm going to look stupid. You know, it's like this horrible fight, which just makes you look as if you're clammed up and and can't. So so hence my self-squashing thing that I came up with, which is, more that you're kind of fearful of not that you don't think you're good enough but you're kind of fearful of looking as if you're showing off you know which is like you're still in a fight you're still in a fight so so it's kind of just uh yeah that lovely that lovely feeling and one of the ways I found that I got through some of this was by asking questions and becoming a brilliant listener because people just think you're the best communicator and most fascinating individual they've ever met when you've yeah. said very little yeah. Yeah. I, I do the same thing um I call it be curious so so to, to just go out in the world and be curious ask questions talk to people really what I find and and what a lot, a lot of introverts will say themselves is that they like to connect more on a deeper level with people and so if you approach it as being curious and um you you quickly get to a more uh deeper connection a deeper conversation and that's what we can thrive off um a one-to-one conversation 
doesn't take as much as being in a large group of people and having to be like the center of attention and um keep the conversation going that's that's not going to work for me and um for a lot of introverts but one-to-one is where we can thrive and use our our superpowers our strengths of as introverts to 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 add to the conversation the listening very good listening and thinking through things through taking our time to think things through means that we come up with some interesting deeper conversations I find I, I we're so we're so aligned with Schweiner we could speak for hours on this but okay imagine now the listener out there who perhaps they're a couple of years into sort of growing this business it's just them um, maybe they're maybe they're a coach and they are sort of doing all the right things, ticking various boxes. They filled in various templates about their mission statement or whatever, and their perfect brand color um, template on Canva. I don't know. They've done all these things, but they they know somewhere in them is this identity gap, is this feeling of being misaligned, is this feeling of waking up thinking, I don't really want to work with this client. What is there one... Is there one thing, one thing, but is there something that really um, you want to put out there that that they need to do? They need to press pause in some way. And what would what would they do once they press pause? Yeah, so I have a lot of clients that come to me and they're in this position. So they there there are kind of three stages, really, where you might end up um, hitting a brick wall. Um, as I'll put it um so so in the journey of showing up and putting yourself out there and, and being consistent in um in your content and showing up it it really is it, it different different things at different stages so when you're starting out you're kind of what I call the get visible stage or the show up stage and this is where you will more likely encounter what I call the discomfort wall. And this is when you find it really difficult to put yourself out there, be personal. You might be hiding um, behind a brand. Uh, You might have a a name for your business, but no one really knows it's you, all of those things. And it's basically the fears getting in your way the doubts getting in your way so the fear of rejection the fear of failure the fear of success the fear of judgment um but also you've you've got some imposter syndrome potentially all of those things that kind of just you hit a brick wall with it and but I find that when it comes to that you really need to do the deep work to figure out who you are and how you want to put yourself out there in the first place. You need to look at your values, who, what, what you, what your values are, and how um, they show up in your life. Uh, you need to look at what you're passionate about and find your passion in your business. Uh, you need to look at your purpose 
and why you started your business in the first place. And one of the questions I ask my clients is, what did you see in the world that you wanted to change when you started your business? And then if you can answer that question and then use the five whys method, I'm not sure if you've come across it, um, where you just keep asking why, 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 until you get to a point where you've got this core purpose, this real deep core purpose of why you decided to create your business. And that is the first step of really figuring out and putting yourself out there. And then the next stage, when you've started to do that, when you're showing up more, you've got to be consistent with it. And this is where the problem for introverts comes in a lot more because of our energy and balancing our energy and making sure that we are not not going all in all the time, burning ourselves out and then not showing up for a while. It's really finding that consistency with your content in a way that fits you and fits your life and is is doable um and then the next stage is when you really step things up and start getting out there more so you might start doing podcast interviews you might um you might even go on the journey of writing a book doing uh ted talks and things um and this comes with its own obstacles and the first the first thing that I find is this is where you need to have your uh, what I call impact framework you need to have a very clear idea of what you stand for and how you help your clients and have a way to talk about that and and be able to communicate exactly what it is you're all about in the right way um so though they're the kind of that's the kind of the journey that you go on as you're putting yourself out there but you, you you're going to hit these obstacles along the way yeah. and there's always solutions I, yeah. I love your discomfort wall brilliant um impact framework yeah the, this all makes a huge amount of sense and I didn't do the book and the TED talk till a good five years into mm-hmm after starting the business and I had written an entire book prior to that about two or three years in um which you know is still in a file somewhere but I'm so glad I didn't go with that because it was it was more about imposter syndrome which is interesting and and I'd learned a lot about but it wasn't it it was it was all going to be a little bit too many quotes and regurgitations and you know and and when I finally got to doing the book, you couldn't, you could definitely say it's a personal brand. Yeah, there's no, there's no messing around with that. And I was nervous about that because, you know, and I worked with a book coach, you know, and I mean, I know it's not always easy to invest in coaches as you're growing a business, but if you can find the right one, my goodness me, it yeah. is a gold dust. Yeah, I, I'm doing the same now. I'm right. I'm starting to write my book and looking at coaches to help me with that because, there's always going to be those obstacles to overcome as you do yeah. all of these different things and you, need, you need somebody just to say no no honestly no honestly do 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 it like that are you sure yeah. are you sure is that a bit <laughs> weird is that, no it's exactly you it's exactly so and it's not like we're saying just be you just be you is 
I find a little bit of a tricky um, sentence because you have just explained very clearly that that is a journey and it's it is not a click of the fingers thing and if you follow too many trite memes you will find yourself against the discomfort wall uh very quickly i think yeah be yourself but better yourself yeah nice because nice. because that that is what it's all about it's like you've got to be yourself but you can always be improving on that and growing as a person yeah Yeah. and boy you know here in the autumn of my life you know you don't stay you don't stay this fixed oh there's that that, don't go down that avenue Tricia because that's another podcast okay so I think you've pretty much answered the two questions I was going to end with which was well, the practical tip you've definitely done. Okay. So very generously. I loved those steps that you took us through. Is there a myth? Again, you've, you've done a bit of this, but is there one particular myth you'd like to bust? Um, yeah, I did talk about some of it. Um, did. Yeah. All of those kind of misconceptions, but I do think one that we, that is really important if someone is an introvert or who feels more introverted, needs to understand that just because you're an introvert or even someone who is shy and and more reserved you you can be successful it's breaking up those things that you that are part of you and who you are and your personality that are fixed and then understanding that some of those things can change and and you can improve on them so shyness is something that comes from social anxiety which you can work on and improve so if you're feeling really stuck and like I can't do this I'm too shy that's not true you can Um, so it's just believing that yes we're going to have to manage being an introvert the energy and preparing ahead so that you can do some of the things that you want to do even though it might be challenging but also knowing what is what is separate from that so that you can work on those things you can become more assertive you can get past perfectionism you can work on all of those other sides of things that might be holding you back so that's why go for it I love that that's very inspiring and and we're both uh living examples but but interestingly in different parts of that of that spectrum or whatever but it's but but definitely because the other part of it is enjoying what you do so whilst I was able to do the putting myself out there bit I always had this odd sensation, and this is what made me do a lot of work on myself and what I was doing, of surviving rather than thriving. So even though I'd be out there from going on big stages to doing networking or doing whatever it was I was doing, um, I didn't, I, I felt I had to come back and collapse. And it was almost like, I've got through this one day. Oh God, what have I got to do tomorrow? And so it sometimes manifests itself in that way, which is weird. So what you need to be aware of is why Why do I have this odd feeling that I'm just surviving? I, I should be getting more joy out of this and exploring more and, you know, just, well, thriving. And mm-hmm. as corny as it sounds, I think that's another little 
a little red flag, shall we say. So we're, we'll, well, I, I said this would be difficult to start this conversation. Fifi, this is brilliant, really generous and so beautiful and calm talking to you. And that's an introvert strength is that, <laughs> that calmness that you've, you've given. And I imagine that there's what is there one particular place you'd like people to make uh, a connection with you in terms of social media or platforms or websites yeah so linkedin is uh is my favorite channel and that's where i i am most of the time um on social media um and also my website is fifimason.com excellent and that's where we met on linkedin the magic yeah. of linkedin yeah <laughs> um and i yes Fabulous. Thank you very, very much, Fifi. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Want to know more about staying unsquashed? Then head over to more resources at trishalewis.com forward slash stay hyphen unsquashed. And while you're there, sign up for the fortnightly email unsquashed. For now, until our next forensic investigation, stay curious and don't forget to show up to share. Oh, 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 oh,